What's happening, Delco? I'm Rich Shane, and welcome to the What's Happening Delco podcast. Today, I'm joined by Christine DeFilippis of PotFit Studio. Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, and thank you for pronouncing my married last name properly, because it's often mispronounced. So I'm very grateful that uh, that you got it right on the, right on the nail. Christine, PopFit Studio. How did that all get started? Well, I have been in the fitness industry for a very long time. I started when I was in high school at Living Well Lady over in Upper Darby. And I got my start kind of accidentally teaching because I was a dancer. And the manager knew that I was a dancer. And just the first day as I was scanning membership cards or back in the day, we didn't even scan them. We just like looked at someone's membership card and let them in. Uh, they, the manager thought, you de- you dance, you should teach this class tomorrow. And being a 16 year old and not knowing any different, I'm like, sure, I'll get up there and dance around. That sounds perfect. And that's how my career in fitness started very kind of accidentally. But then I learned a lot because that first class had to be horrific. Thank God there was not video cameras back then or any kind of documentation of of anything that you did like you have now with social media, because I would be horrified to see that. But I learned a lot. Living Well Lady got me my start. And then I went on to like teach for Temple University and just got got into fitness as a side hustle as I was going to school for journalism. And fitness was always something that I did part time on the side. It got me a free gym membership wherever I taught classes at. And it was a fun little thing that I did on the side. But as I got older and pursued a career, I always kept coming back to fitness. Now I got into fitness for a lot of the wrong reasons that I can share with that with listeners that story a little bit later, but I I was not doing fitness in a healthy way. Let's just say that. And uh, throughout my career teaching fitness classes, I worked for lots of different gyms. And I felt like most of the time when I'd work at gyms, I felt this pressure to look a certain way and to be a certain way. And I would get body shamed. And there was just a lot of struggle. And I just kept getting unhealthier when I look the part of a fitness instructor, I actually wasn't very healthy at all. And I felt really bad about promoting that because I was very unhealthy. And as I continued to work for different gyms, I began to make fitness my full-time career. But again, struggled with a lot of things in fitness that are very toxic. So as I bumped up against managers and really struggled with my own body image and struggled with being a fitness professional in a in a field that I felt that I did not belong in, I became very aware of the body positivity movement and really began to learn how to love myself or actually just accept myself the way I am. And I wanted to open up a studio where people felt welcomed in all bodies and celebrated right from the get-go. You didn't have to lose weight to feel celebrated or feel worthy of acceptance or celebration. And that's part of the reason why I opened PopFit Studio. I also wanted to have a place where I could have all the formats that I wanted to have. Because when I worked at gyms, I would be a group fitness manager or director like at a local YMCA. And I would ask for new equipment or something new and trendy that was coming down the pike. And 
it was always met with no. And I really wanted to create classes and programming that people would really love. So when I saw a bungee workout on the internet and it was this viral video that people were just like, oh, where, where can I do that? There was no place in the US to do it. So for those reasons, I wanted to have my own place so people could come and find workouts that they enjoy, be celebrated and really be um, accepted right from the second they walked in the door. You took us down a little bit of an idea of what Pop Fit Studio is. Now, let's talk about what people can expect when they come to Pop Fit Studio. Sure. So, of course, when they walk in the door, they're going to be welcomed. We're not going to be weighing and measuring anyone or making someone feel bad because they haven't worked out in a while or for the way that they look. We really celebrate everyone when they come in. We want to find out what things they enjoy doing. We are a music-driven fitness studio. So if you hate music, we might not be the right place for you. But if you like music and you want your mind off what you're doing and kind of really enjoy moving to music, then we have lots of different classes that people can enjoy. Dance fitness is one of the classes that I started back in early in my career. The very first class I ever taught was a cardio dance class. So it's one of my favorite classes to teach. We have fun DJ lighting in here. So it's not your typical gym environment. We have the typical gym stuff like floating wood floors and floor to ceiling, ceiling mirrors and all the equipment that you'd expect in a fitness studio. But the environment that we set up is again, welcoming. We don't have images of only thin people. Uh, we try to celebrate all bodies and know that our health is not determined by the, the shape or the size of our body or by our weight, but we try to just encourage movement that will create like lifelong habits and then also functionality. So as we get older, having mobility and having uh, stability in our body and, and being able to do all the things that we love to do. So all of our classes will help people in their everyday lives, will help people feel stronger, more um, sane as a parent. I'd like to, to de-stress with a good workout. Uh, I also think that helps us sleep better, clears our minds so we're better at work. So all these kind of things we promote at the studio. And again, um, a lot of the reason why a lot of gyms or fitness, why there's a lot of turnover in fitness and gyms is because the approach that we're just there for weight loss. So I feel like when people come to us, we have a really high retention rate because we promote sustainable habits and not just for one purpose, not just for weight loss or not just for um, body shaping. We want to help people move their bodies, get stronger and feel better about themselves. So they want to do it every day, not just because they want to look good in a bathing suit over the summer, but because they want to feel good in their body for the rest of their lives. I know you touched on one thing about bungee and that kind of a studio class, that's not anything I've seen. And you talked about trends. Talk about that kind of workout and what people can expect. And you touched on something, Christine, really important, stability. Because as we age, we lose those muscles and you hear, unfortunately, how people will turn an ankle or they'll fall or 
people fall going down things and hurt themselves, not as much going up things. Where can a class like Bungie, you know, help with that and, uh, you know, give that overall workout where people can, you know, you talked about a lot of value to, to, to being healthy. Talk about that class. Sure. So Bungie is something that drew... Bungie is something that I was attracted to because it was so different. And when you watch it, it's mesmerizing. You, It looks so simple, but when you actually get in a, on a harness and start doing the moves, it's a workout. So it's beautiful to watch and you want to look like that. So it gives you motivation to say, I want to look like the person in that video doing, doing those stunts, doing the moves that we do in a class. What's really fantastic about it is it's great for all bodies. So we get a lot of teens that have absolutely no fear and they go for everything. And then we get people, my mom celebrated her 70th birthday here and her friends came and it's a very low impact workout. So it can be high intensity. It can be great for an athlete to do and get a really great core workout, cardio workout. But it's also great for those that are recovering from injuries. Um, if you think about when people do water workouts, the the impact underwater doing a jog, doing any kind of jumping motion uh, is there's hardly any impact at all. That's a lot of the reason why when people have surgeries that they rehab in the pool. Uh, not everybody likes to get in the pool. <laughs> Not every place has a pool. So the bungee workout provides a similar setup where you don't have the impact when you do a jump lunge. It's like you're jumping underwater. The bungee cord has some of your weight. You're resisting the cord, but you're also supported by it. So you have the benefits of resistance training, but also low impact. And it's just so much fun. So when you're doing the workout, Again, you're not getting the impact on your knees, your back, your ankles, and you're getting such an amazing immediate result from doing a workout. When you do push-ups, you're just doing a push-up. But when you're doing a push-up in a bungee, you are pushing your body up and flying into the air. You're kind of feeling like a superhero or um, just like not human. And it's so cool. So when people are doing the workout, even if they're feeling a little fatigued or they're feeling like, oh, I don't, I just need a rest. They want to push themselves to do a little bit more because they'll immediately see a result from doing that move a little bit bigger or taking a bigger step or pushing a little bit harder. And it's just the coolest thing. It's so much fun. There is not a single person that leaves the studio after bungee class and leaves without a smile on their face and excited to see the video because we always were like a roller coaster ride. When you go to Great Adventure, you get a little picture of yourself. When you go down the roller coaster, when you come to a bungee class, we take pictures and videos. And selfishly, we like to use that for marketing, but we give that to all the clients that come through and they want to share it. They want to share it with friends and family and post it on their social media. And they're very proud of what they've accomplished because they get to see it in that video. I know that this is a podcast, so people can't see us, but I want them to know I have a big smile on my face as you're describing this activity, this class, because I can feel the excitement. I can feel just the the resistance and all the laughter and, you know, and, and the challenge to that. You bring that excitement, that attitude to that experience. And what really resonates with me, Christine, is 
this underlying passion for you, you want to see people healthy. You want to see them fit. And you touched on it as we started the podcast. It's not about what you look like. And I believe you use the term body shape, uh, body shaming, that we, 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 there are different levels of fitness, right? There are different levels of health. And I, I think there's a passion that really punches through. You have a podcast that you discuss that with your listeners and, and guests that you have. You know, talk about that passion of wanting this. There's that stereotype or there, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, when you walk into certain gyms, the walls are plastered with these people. And I stop and say, I wonder what they actually look like if I saw them in, let's say, Wawa. And, uh, you know, what, what would they look like that or would that be a lot of Photoshop? Now, and, mm. and good for them if that's the way they look every day, because I, I don't roll out of bed looking like that. Talk about your passion. Well, my passion stems from a lot of struggle. And I grew up in the dance world where we are constantly, especially back in that time, a lot a lot has changed in the whole world, especially in the dance world. But when I was growing up in dance, our bodies were are constantly compared. We were constantly being told you have a dancer's body or you don't have a dancer's body. And because of my I'm, I'm short and I wasn't the thinnest. I mean, I look back and I definitely had a lot of body dysmorphia that was on me because of being in that dance world and you're constantly compared and um, being told like, well, you, you know, you don't have a dancer's body, but you could probably teach, you know, if you can't do it, then you teach it. So there was, there wasn't people like Lizzo. There weren't people out there that accepted all bodies as a professional dancer. So I just, I decided that I needed to at all costs, get my body as small as possible. So I would, Overexercise. I had a lot of disordered habits when it comes to exercise. It's why I got the job at the gym in order to have more hours working out. I also had eating disorders. And even when I got treated for one eating disorder, I then developed another eating disorder because I thought I was being healthy. So I had orthorexia and I was thinking I was all being healthy. So I feel like a lot of the struggles that I've had as a young dancer as a person in the fitness industry that doesn't have what's considered a fitness body, I'm using air quotes because I feel like all bodies can be a dancer's body. All bodies can be a fit body. Um, So I feel like all these struggles I've had in my life make me want to make sure that other people don't struggle this way. I've spent much of my career in and out of the fitness industry. So when I would gain too much weight or feel like, I would diet and weight cycle when I would get to a place where I just didn't feel like I looked the part. I'd quit. I would stop teaching and then I'd cycle away from the industry. And again, I always had some other career. Fitness was part time for many years. But when I would come back, it was hard. It was hard to just step foot in a gym my first time because after stopping teaching, because I felt like I was going to be judged. There is so much toxicity in gyms and fitness studios that right away, if you see someone walk in with a larger body, you just assume, oh, they're here to lose weight. And they 
could be there for so many other reasons. And there's lots of smaller people that come into a fitness studio that have never worked out before, but people make assumptions about them because they're small and they're, they look fit. So we, as a society, just make all kinds of assumptions about people and not just about weight. I mean, across all different things, but I mostly focus on weight because it's something that I've struggled with. So I started the Breaking Body Biases podcast to talk to dietitians, to talk to fitness professionals, authors, wellness practitioners, people that are helping to change the dialogue around fitness and around diet culture and stop the nonsense of um, body shaming and just toxic fitness culture in general. Because as a fitness studio owner, I can influence the people around me in my studio, like the instructors here and our clients. And we want to provide a welcoming space. But when they go back out into the world and they see images that make them feel bad about how they look or young people growing up and seeing like social media or television, movies, and just magazines and just society in general with this belief that um, fitness is a look or your size needs to be smaller to be worthy. All these things we just want to get rid of. We want people to move their bodies, not out of obligation because they think I have to do this, but because they find things that they want to do. And again, dismantling all the uh, diet culture messaging that causes eating disorders, that causes body dysmorphia, that causes people to not want to go to the gym, even though they would like some support with their workout. Listen, I don't want to work out at home. I motivate other people, but I'm not that motivated when I'm sitting at home by myself. I don't want to just get on a Peloton bike and ride. That's not that's not how I'm motivated. I'm motivated in this group setting, which is why I'm a group fitness instructor and why I created what I did. But it's really hard if you have trauma or past experiences from going to a gym and you feel bad or or you went to a gym and you were successful for a little bit of time and then you fell off and then you stopped going and then you feel bad going back to that same gym again because you feel like you're the failure and you're not you're not a failure like the system that is set up is making us feel bad about again the way that we look and the messaging that's out there so that's why i started the podcast it's partially for our clients here in the studio but it's gone global i have interviewed people throughout the entire world. I've traveled up to Canada. I present at fitness conferences and really try to change the messaging around fitness to be much more inclusive, much more accepting and celebrating all bodies. Christine, I really hope that those listening have embraced your message. And when we started talking this this has become even more fascinating to me and people should find the breaking body biases podcast because this is more information that you're going to hear about this is just a taste on the what's happening delco podcast because you know this this could, this conversation could go on we could we could have this for hours because what happens is we start unpacking these layers what you're doing is you're creating a community of hey you're welcome here. And we're going to bring you into pop fit studios. You're going to come in and we're going to provide you these different classes. And it's going to be about, Hey, 
How do you achieve for your own well-being the healthiest person, the healthiest version that you want to strive to be, right? Yeah. So how do people find PopFit Studios? So we are in Havertown in Manoa Shopping Center. And if there's any longtime Delco residents, you might remember Burlington Coat Factory or even further back, uh, I think it's Weinberger's. We're in the Manoa Shopping Center and we're above Applebee's. But back in the day, it used to be a department store. So we renovated the whole second floor above Applebee's in the liquor store, 6,000 square feet. We, a lot of people plan their weddings, spend a lot of time and energy planning a wedding. And I've been dreaming about this studio. So I put a lot of my favorite things, all my wish list things into the studio, having floating wood floors, having just a beautiful space, a nice waiting area. And because I'm a mom, I have a childcare area too. So my toddler comes with me and lots of the other moms here. So we have uh, childcare while you're here and um, right in Manoa Shopping Center, right on Westchester Pike in Havertown. And if they want to see some of the schedules and what classes are offered, is there a website they can go to? Yeah, popfitstudio.com. We're on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and YouTube. All right. You are like, it sounds like you've been in Delco since birth. Is that so? Well, I did grow up in Delco, Upper Darby graduate, went to Temple, and I was definitely one of the people that said, I'm getting out of Delco. <laughs> I'm getting out. I'm going to be a city girl. And I lived in the city for many years. And I, I love the city. After having a child, I now love the suburbs. Um, I'm My husband and I moved back to the suburbs because we both worked in the suburbs, but we just loved being in the city. So I think at a certain point in my life, I, re- I realized why people love Delco. I think being a 20 something and like being a, a city chick in uh, for a portion of my life, I left Delco, but I came back and I knew that um, when we wanted to open up the studio, I knew that it had to be in Delco. I've taught all over the main line and I wanted to be back where, where it all started, where I started my fitness career. All right. So this is why I said, you know, Delco, how do you describe Delco to those that are not familiar with Delco? So this is funny because my husband's not from Delco and he always thinks it's very interesting. The Delco energy, it really is like a personality of of its own. It's we, we he, he said to me once that it was like this, this pride, this, this pride in something that like no one else will ever understand and um it's just connected to this town this this county that is so close to the city but so far away in other ways so it's just an interesting thing we we talk about it a lot but it definitely is this this really prideful energy that you cannot explain it to someone else and they they'll never get it they don't they don't they don't quite unless you grew up here or live here for a long time, you just don't quite understand why someone would have so much pride in this area. But you do you even even myself who left and lived in the city for quite a few years um, has so much pride in being from Delco and being back in Delco. Growing up in Delco, living in Delco now, where is your 
cheesesteak go to? <laughs> well, you're asking the wrong person this because I don't really eat meat. <laughs> but I will have to say I've had many of uh intoxicated endings of nights at Gino's and Pat's or Jim's, depending on where we were going. And I would get a cheesesteak with just whiz. So, so wit whiz. Okay. Yep, that's it. No meat on it. Just whiz. All right. Wrong road to go down with the cheesesteaks. Yeah. But what about a pizza option in Delco? Oh, pizza is great. So being that we're in Manoa Shopping Center, we get pizza on occasion at Bravo, which is great pizza there. Uh, but recently we've been getting the Detroit pizza from Crust. And I've recently learned that Santucci's is coming to media and they we used to go to Santucci's a lot in the city. So I'm excited to see them out here in the suburbs. So lots of lots of great pizza offerings out here in the people suburbs. People know if they want to have a thriving, successful business, you got to be in Delco. Yeah, for sure. If you need that convenience store option, heading to Pop Fit Studios, where do you stop in Royal Farms or Wawa? Well, I would stop in Wawa, but if any of my family, again, I don't, I'm not a meat eater, but if any of my family wants fried chicken, then you got to go to Royal Farms. That is probably the only reason I've ever stopped in Royal Farms, uh, just to get some fried chicken for the family. You have that family coming in from out of town, you want to take them or you want to send them to have that Delco experience. What are you doing? Oh, wow. So, of course, they have to come and try bungee. So I've had people come in, friends and family from other areas, and it's not offered anywhere else. So you have to come to PopFit Studio for that. Uh, probably going out to breakfast at Tank and Libby's or Kettle in Havertown is a great start to the day. Um, if they have little kids, I'm going to bring them to Lulu's Casita because if you have a kid that's under five, it is the best place to take your kid and let them just have fun and play. And uh, my son is just about to age out of that place. So I'm going to need a new option for him. Uh, also, just like a lot of the offerings that are in Delaware County, like Summer Stage. If someone was coming in with kids, I'd bring them to Summer Stage to see a show, maybe to the media theater and maybe venture into the city. I know it's not Delco, but into the city to see a show or a sports event. Lots of restaurants in the city and in the suburbs. I'm a big fan of Brick and Brew. So I go to Havertown. Media is great, too. La Padella. I mean, lots of food. I, <laughs> I think we're just going to go on an eating tour. I'm sure there's lots of other things to do. Um, my days of being out at the pubs is limited with a toddler, but I'm sure there'll be, I, I could recommend some places to send them to, um, especially on your podcast. You've, you've, you've had a couple episodes of places to go. So I'd probably tell them to listen to the podcast and then venture into various Delco establishments. Well, thank you for that. It's interesting. The more people we talk to, the more of these Delco businesses and even places that we've never heard of, the people express or talk about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a new one to try. Or, you know, that sounds that sounds incredible. That sounds amazing. We got to We got to go there. And, you know, from from a standpoint, so many people. It's going to be about the food. So I, I love that. It's it's you know, one of the things you can say about people from Delco is we like our food, but we're not, uh, you know, if we if we love it, we're going to tell you about it. If we don't love it, we're going to tell you about it. So, yeah, <laughs> everybody, for sure. everybody has their opinion. Christine, 
you know, whether it's the fitness side of things or the business side of things or, or just life, who mentors you? Who do you look up to or, or who impacts you, uh, you know, out there? Well, I've had a lot of mentors over my career in fitness um, and just in life, like in business, because as, as a business owner, um, there are a lot of businesses that struggled during the pandemic. I'm very grateful that we survived and we are now like thriving post pandemic. But many of my fellow fitness businesses, as well as other businesses in various other industries, did not make it through this pandemic. So I credit that to having mentors in business as well as in fitness. So I've had the benefit of hiring mentors. Mentors don't just work for free. So I always advise people to find a mentor and pay them, pay them for their expertise because that expertise will benefit you so much. You've got years of experience in a short amount of time. Um, I've gone through masterminds with studio owners and that's greatly helped me again during this pandemic. Um, Fitness industry icons that I've just had the pleasure of being mentored by um and one in particular Shannon Fable who is she used to run Schwinn and she's run a lot of different fitness companies and she's a personal mentor of mine that has been really helpful in my navigating the fitness business and um just myself personally in the industry like speaking at conferences and being able to start my podcast and um and then as far as like my business side, Brendan Bouchard, he's very well known in the online space. Years before the pandemic, I started working with him, just taking courses and then eventually getting more mentorship from him uh, as part of a, a mastermind. And uh, I will say that that was the best thing that equipped me for the pandemic because everybody was trying to pivot to go online and I already was online because he was teaching us how to go online before we needed to. So that was one of the the best mentorships I think that I've invested in because he didn't predict the pandemic. He was just already online before all this. Who motivates you or what motivates you to get out of bed every day? Um. Hmm. I think that my motivation comes from a lot of, I mentioned my struggles. And then as well as now that I have a son and a family, like it's so different when you're just yourself and you're just doing things, going to work, working on your hustle, getting things done for just you personally. But when you are part of a family and I got married later in life, had my child later in life. so. Everything shifted for me once I had my son and I had my son around the same time I opened my studio too. So it's like I had two babies at once and they're really what motivates me, my husband and my son to really be the best I can be and to learn from experiences and to just continue to move forward. Even when hiccups happen, like for goodness sake, the pandemic really set us all back. And through that, just knowing that like, I'm just going to do the best that I can for my family, for myself, and just really try to, someone said this recently that when we're growing up, and I don't remember where I heard this, but when you're growing up, you're just trying to please your parents. 
And then as you get older, you're trying to leave a legacy for your kids to remember. And that's kind of like what motivates me now. Like it's really is about, I was a big pleaser growing up. So I was constantly trying to please my parents and everyone else around me. But now it really is about leaving an imprint that leaves not just for my son, but future generations that they're not having the struggles that we had. And that's what really gets every morning. I want to wake up and create something new and, and put something good out into the universe. That wraps it up perfectly. That's, that's tremendous. Here's what I say. And I think as you know, you're talking and, and speaking on so many different levels that the fitness journey you want to go on, if you haven't started, start today, wherever you are, start today. If you're getting back and you started and you need that reset, do it today, do something. And what you're offering at Pop Fit Studios, the mindset, the community, that is where you're going to be welcome. You're going to have that starting point to say, I can do this. I can create that healthy version that I wanted to be. And you touched on it. It becomes your legacy. Christine, how many people have become impacted because of the way you approach fitness and being healthy that you've now provided a life, a life beyond what that box or that structure that they found themselves confined in? And they said, well, number one, if Christine can do it, I can do it. If she can share this vision with me, I can be part of that vision. And then go out and share that with the world. This is the legacy you're creating that you talked about, and you help others create that healthy legacy. So I am so grateful for your time today. I'm grateful for just the energy and all that you just gave me. I'm going to go out there and just, I'm going to go run around the block or something because I got to get <laughs> some of this. I'm going to go bungee. I'm going yeah. to come in and bungee. And I want to thank you for being a friend of what's happening, Delco. I can't wait to hear more about your success. Tune in to your podcast and learn more because what you do is you help be, people be better. And, and thanks for making me better today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well.